Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. This is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings, cool girl, Bat Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm Night Out Ballard. <laughs> Night Out. <laughs> Night Out Ballard. That sounds like kind of rapey. You could have been like Batgirl Ballard. <laughs> I'm not creative. And I'm... Nightwing Steve. You could be Night Girl Steve. Well, I felt like it's Night Out, Nightwing, kind of using some sort of play on Girls Night Out, right? Ooh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So cool. Tonight's episode is <gasps> Girls Get It Done, directed by Kurt. Girls Gata Get It Done. And written. Is what? that. It's, I thought it was Girls Night Out. It is Girls Night Out. You said it, you said Girls Get It Done. Girls Get It... <laughs> Sorry, that's in my head because of fucking Boy Season 2. <laughs> I, lo- I, love, I love that shit so much. Sorry. I haven't watched it yet. It's good, oh, oh, my God. They do this great thing where they do this whole bunch of propaganda of Girls Get It Done. And it's all this like pro-feminist like propaganda that's just like so like uh patronizing and it's like you know it's pandering way too much it's uh-huh. amazing homelander even goes at one point he's like girls get it on and they're like get it done <laughs> he's like i'm sorry <laughs> it is a really good season it starts off slow but it's a pretty good season i thought i haven't seen the series Season one is awesome. I love season one. Season two was not as good as season one, but like I said, slow start, but it really picked up at the end, I thought. It's good. Watch it. Absolutely watch it. Will do. After you watch Young Justice. I Okay. <laughs> sure, you can you can tie watching The Boys, the, the show I will probably never watch, but okay. Dang. Why? Um, I don't plan on living that long. What? What does that mean? <laughs> what is what? What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? I don't play on oh. living that long. Hmm. All right. Well, that's enough horse play, Steve. Come on, let's be serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no more horsing around. Okay. So tonight's episode is Girls' Night Out, directed by Kurt Gaeta, written by Hillary J. Bader. And this episode aired on October 17th, 1998. This week's villains are Livewire, Poison Ivy, and Harley Quinn. Do you know who Livewire is, actress-wise? Yes, actually, uh, I do. Uh, Lori Petty. Yeah. Um, She's very... Like distinct voice, I thought. Very. I what, right when I heard it, I, well, to me it reminded me of Tank Girl. I was like, oh shit, it's Tank Girl. Oh dude, Point Break, A League of Their Own, <laughs> Free Willy, Tank Girl, like all of those movies I grew up on, and like in the in the nineties, she was huge she, in the nineties. She has such a distinct voice. I was it was yeah. kind of surprising to me. 
Well, I mean, I honestly thought she died in like 1985 after Tank Girl was released because I hadn't seen her in anything. And then I was like, oh, I guess she was in this show in 98. <laughs> I had no idea. She went over Crazy. to voice acting. But then I think she did die. Did she? Um, Yeah, she's like dead or something. Sad. It is sad. And I, and I miss Lori Petty uh, tremendously. So Wikipedia says Livewire. Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn join forces to wreak havoc in Gotham. With Batman and Superman away, Batgirl and Supergirl must team up to stop them and bring them to justice. Absent this week is Robin and Nightwing. So cool. So cool. Now, did this coincide with... A Batman, a Superman episode where Batman and Superman teamed up? Look into that. It would have been the episode that would have aired around this time because they were trying to stay in tandem like that. So if you look at Superman season three, look at what aired around October 17th, 1998, and see like if it tied into a I'm checking up. Batman episode. <clears throat> She's still alive, buddy boy. Who's alive? Lori Petty. Oh, really? Yeah, she was just in Orange is the New Black, and she's in a movie oh. coming out. She was Good in Robot for her. Chicken. Wow. And some kid show called Summer Camp Island that I've watched. That's pretty fancy. Transformers, Robots in Disguise. Oh, my God. Really? I love that show. Hawaii Five-0. Hawaii Five-0. Gotham. <laughs> Gotham. What the hell? Gotham. Prison Break. Pri prison Break. <laughs> I've watched Prison Break. I've seen all the Prison Breaks. I love Prison Break. She was in House. She's just had a steady career. Well, as far as I was concerned, you thought she, she died, died back in '95. Boy, <laughs> I was like, "Take girl," then she died. Man, she was crushing it. <laughs> I mean, seriously she though, she's, she, you know, she after uh, let's see, after Tank Girl, she went on to a TV series called Lush Life. Looks like she was on that for a bunch of episodes. Wow! And then Profiler. And then she was on Oof. Superman. And then she was wow, in some movie called Relax. It's just sex. And Sounds then she great. was on uh, Star Trek Voyager. Wow, Brimstone, wow. another TV series that looked like she was a regular. Yeah, this is all before two thousand. Wow, she was on ER. Wow, am I annoyed you right now? <laughs> no, let's just go through Lori Payne's entire <laughs> fucking like list of, of, of jobs. What other job did she have? NYPD Blue. Woo! CSI New York. Woo! The Karate Dog. What? Uh-huh. She was the Not voice. Karate Dog. She was voice of Collar. <laughs> oh, my God. Collar is my favorite character in the Karate Dog series, or is it a movie? <laughs> movie. Okay. <laughs> movie. My favorite. Richard III. Richard the Third. Oh my God, beefy. Broken beefy Arrows. And what? Broken Arrows. Is that the sequel to Broken Arrow? Is it like Predator and Predators or Alien and Aliens? Is it like there's more Broken Arrows than the sequel? I have no idea. <laughs> Swedish Dicks. Swedish Dicks. Mm-hmm. So wait, she did something called Relax It's Just Sex and Swedish Dicks. Mm-hmm. Fear Sounds like love we now know her agoraphobia. Wow. Robot Chicken. Wow. I thought you said that already. Oh, I did? Okay. Maybe. That's that's about it. Oh, wait, wait. What was the air date of that? Uh, oh, October 17th, 1998. There's an October 31st, 1998. And an, okay. and a 
October 10th, 1998. Okay, look at 10th and look at the 31st. First to 10th. The 10th. What's that episode called? Is Nighttime. Night- oh, yeah, Nighttime. That's actually a big episode. Spelled with a night, with a K. Yeah, we, we've talked about that episode twice before. It has to do with Roxy. Uh, Roxy it looks Rocket. like Batman does go somewhere. So Nighttime is the second episode of the third season of Superman. Yep, 302. And it says, after learning that Batman is missing, Superman goes to Gotham and disguises himself to be Batman in order to prevent crime from rising. In the end, he discovers that Batman's disappearance has something to do with an old nemesis of Superman's. I wonder if that has something to do with it. I guess Superman goes and finds out what Batman's up to, right? Mm-hmm. So that probably connects to the events of this episode. Maybe. But you do have Batman at one point in this episode who simply just calls up Superman and leaves a message with Kara. You know, yeah. he calls Kara, essentially, on yeah, accident, yeah. right? She's house-sitting. Um, but you get that, right? So, like... That could be him on his way to Metropolis for nighttime. For something. Steve, did you enjoy the partnership of Kara and Supergirl? Um, I thought it was fun. I loved it. I, I, I honestly, I thought it was great, and I thought it was refreshing. Great and refreshing. Yeah, like yeah. I really did. Like I thought it was a fun storyline that felt like you know, out a lot of this season for me, um, kind of felt like it was. A bunch of throwaway episodes that didn't really matter. Yeah, that they like, were a little, little tired. Yeah, and like, for instance, episode 304 of the season, uh, uh, Double Talk, uh-huh. which was the whole Scarface episode. You get like a, a random Lois and Clark BS cameo in the background, but it doesn't amount to anything. Um, but that whole episode felt like bullshit. They reintroduced the character of Scarface and, and the and ventriloquist just to literally kill them off at the end of the, of the episode. There was no need to bring it in. It was... The whole storyline was developed to establish a, a need to have a plot. I know that's all stories, but usually it feels more organic. Anyways, you have a lot of episodes like this, and then this episode comes along, and you're like, oh, wait, this is kind of how you should have integrated the Superman storyline or canon by actually bringing a real character into it. Because up to this point, you had Batman entering the Superman stories, right, as we just talked about in um, Nighttime. Uh, which is the episode that aired the week before this. You also had it before in World's Finest, that like four-parter or whatever it was, three-parter, four-parter. So you'd had it before, but it almost felt like they waited to the end to be able to actually do this. And it ended up being one of the best things. And I was just like, man, this has actually felt great. Like out of episodes like Old Wounds and Legends of the Dark Knight did. Yeah, kind it's of, more like, of a departure from, from their normal storytelling. I, yeah, I think, or Over the Edge, which was like a Dreams episode for Batgirl. Like, that was really fun, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the reasons why, though, like we were talking about them not uh, it being one-sided, where Superman is basically getting the crossovers of Batman, yeah. is because they were trying to draw, you know, the the audience. Of the Batman to audience to Superman. Superman. You know, they, that's yeah. what probably needed the ratings versus, you know, the Batman audience that uh, this kind of was just uh, it, this almost just feels like filler a lot of it like that they just did this for whatever Season reason because yeah. some executives wanted some more Batman and they're like okay well let's let's do it yeah yeah but, maybe it was mostly uh, a draw to people to the Superman shows but like one of the, the things 
like we always talk about or at least i always talk about is like I, I hate how this season has none of the part ones and part twos and that's we talked about how that's because it's like airing incongruent with superman the animated series and therefore it's kind of hard to do those part ones and part twos but what sucks is that they never and i was always like well they never really they could have written it into a superman story and then into the batman story like right you could do that and it kind of feels like this is the only attempt they ever did that and i just out of a whole season of episodes there are 24 episodes like it felt like a really missed opportunity to only do it once oh for sure you and know maybe, and it, it just and maybe it's gimmicky though is, is the issue yeah maybe at the time they felt gimmicky but today we're so we're so conditioned to enjoy shared universes you know yeah, the shared stuff and yeah. and that's like what's fun but i feel like at the time that was like an idea of like kind of jumping the shark or a gimmick like the, yeah. oh they need to bring in another character from another series to like and this is but yeah you're right like Crossovers. i think it's a lot of fun seeing batgirl and then bond and they and they both are like again they're the ones that are kind of learning the ropes you know so they're kind of treated mm -hmm. a little bit differently like you know how the bullock kind of talks down to them uh, after they lose the first time around with live wire and stuff right. and you know and they look for his approval at the end or whatnot but uh you know i think that uh it's it definitely is they're having more fun with this one yeah i who do you think's more senior uh batgirl or uh supergirl um i would go with supergirl just in terms of probably how much crime fighting she's done and, and how powerful she is it kind of looks like they're looking up or that Supergirl looks up to Batgirl a little bit more in this, I feel like. And Batgirl's kind of taking the the lead a well, little it's, bit. This is her town though, so she's yeah. probably being respectful. But Yep. Um, oh, and in this episode we also get Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. They're still together. partners. Yeah. Right? Partners. Woo! Partners um, sharing a home. But now here's what's weird. This is where the order of release date versus production order. Um, is kind of hinders us watching this back. Uh -huh. So this girls' night out, we have oh my god, Harley Quinn is like living with you know Poison Ivy, and there's even like a reference to how Harley Quinn is like kind of on her own and from Joker and all that stuff. But the, wait, what's next week's episode? Um, Mad Love, in which she's madly in love with the Joker uh -huh. and is living never... with him and can't get herself to like actually cut the umbilical from joker yeah. right like it's very it's it's really bad that episode this is production order so it's really weird that girls night out is the episode right before mad love now release order mad love is actually the last episode of the whole series yeah it was the last thing you saw in the whole series so which, which in the end it's a fantastic end of the entire series and we'll talk about that next week but uh it's just a weird placement of this episode with mad love yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense but i you know again i feel like sometimes these things aren't definitely it's not like a serialized show in terms of like each episode supposed to follow the next story wise no, but in this episode they talk about how like harley like is running essentially her, herself away from the joker there's like a, a slight nod to that yeah, and so but it there's feels always like, times where she's running herself away from the Joker. I know, so like, know. but which only kind of like we can get into this next week with Mad Love, but it kind of only really breaks the heart of like those that love Harley's decision by the end of Mad Love to then realize that she's just constantly in this cycle regardless. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. She's she's honestly lost. Um, 
But with this, I, I really kind of enjoyed the partnership we then get of Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Livewire. I thought they were fun together. Uh, yeah. I mean, I felt like Live they weren't they didn't get along that well. Like Livewire was kind of like bossing around a little bit, or you know, like mm-hmm. it, Harley Quinn was a little jealous. It seemed like of that they. Uh, those two had their powers you know it was like you know, the jokes and stuff but I, I thought it was fun yep I like though uh, Livewire creates a huge mess of money and then she tells them to clean it up and she's gonna go spend it or something yeah. like it's like what Harley's every right to be upset for yeah. sure she kind of just comes in and is, is, a, is kind of a bully I guess she is she's just that she's kind of mean girly a little bit but I, I mean it feels like Poison Ivy kind of takes the Livewire a little bit too doesn't uh-huh. it well, yeah, so that's why I feel like – I guess it's like three's a crowd in terms of the the relationship, the dynamic. What I do like is Batgirl and Supergirl, how they fly together. I thought that was Piggyback? fun. Piggyback? Yeah, I, I thought that was fun. Yeah, that's great. It's a random thing, but it's like that's how it would be. And Batgirl's having so much fun doing it. You know, She's like, this is awesome. Well, because if you think about it, like those those Kryptonians are strong enough and bulky enough, you'd think that like sitting on them wouldn't feel awkward, right? Because uh-huh. they're so like confident up in the air. I never liked how Margot Kidder's Lois is just like arms stretched out from Christopher Reeve <laughs> and his Superman, and like she's just kind of flying too. I'm like, no, that's not really how I feel like it would be. I feel like I'd be so like kind strong, of falling. He can do that. Yeah, that's he's Superman. just lifting you. Uh-huh. He's like, sh- he's like he's jammed hold- your bones into each other so that they uh-huh. just work that way. <laughs> You're ow. He's jamming. He's jamming me. <laughs> oh yeah, well Superman jammed the fuck out of Lois Lane later in those movies. For show, right, Steve? You know what I'm talking about? I'm not exactly sure. You know what I'm talking about, Steve? I haven't seen them in a long time. Oh my god, there's definitely sex scene. There's a whole scene where they like, they like, they're playing like topless in bed, but you don't see any like Lois Lane titties. <laughs> and it's like silver sheets. It's like the weirdest thing. It's like all Superman? silver sheets. Superman, he's topless. You see him topless. No, I mean, yeah. which movie? Which Superman is this? Oh, I think it's two. I think it's in two. It's mm. after. It's like it's when they do their honeymoon or whatever. We just missed this, a part that I liked that I thought was super cool was when Poison Ivy had the spores and she like breathes them breathes them onto uh, Supergirl. Yeah, that, that's a pretty intense moment where it, it's like almost a living organism. You see like hands and it's not just like vines. No, no, the hands are Supergirls. Are the oh she's turning into the organism because she spins out of it. I thought it was like an no, organism. it's surrounding her, but it's like vines going in between her fingers. I I, I actually rewound that back when I first watched it because I thought, what the fuck were those hands? I those thought it was fingers? one of those creatures. I thought it was growing nope. those. No, weird... I thought so too. That's why I rewound it. If you if you watched it back, you would see she has white gloves on with sharp fingers, and it looks like that for a moment, but definitely looks like the characters from the family episode of Poison Ivy. That's yeah, it totally did yeah. for a moment. But it doesn't. It's just vines wrapped around her, which is why I thought to myself, Supergirl should have made quick work of those vines if they're just vines. But what's great is by making quick work of that of that pollen that uh, moments yeah, later, her, uh, she releases the most virulent, allergenic pollen in the floral kingdom, Steve. I know. And what is wow. what is it? Do you know the name? I looked it up. Guess what, Steve? What? It's not that bad, and it's nothing really. It's like everything. <laughs> I was like, looking, I'm like, what's the most? What is the most virulent, allergenic pollen in the floral kingdom? And nothing came up. <laughs> nothing came up at all. So I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. So later, we actually have uh, Supergirl 
and Barbara, like totally unmasked, she's longer Batgirl and in Batgirl's apartment. And Barbara, after exposing herself to Supergirl, she essentially tells her her job. She's a systems and data analyst at the police headquarters. You know, and I felt like that was a hint of a little bit of an Oracle thing. Did, I think so. To show how think? good she is on computers, right? Yeah, I felt like that was definitely like a little, you know, wink and a nod. Like that's her future. But I, I don't know her uh, future in Batman Beyond. I know she's in Batman Beyond. Yeah. But I don't know what she does in that show. She ends up becoming the like the Commissioner Gordon. Okay, so here's the thing. So she never became a Oracle. So it's like only these tiny little hints no, of Oracle. I think that was that, it. Like there was a period of time that like she did like serve that sort of uh position of like This is it, I guess. Well no, not just right there. I mean she's an old lady when she's Commissioner Gordon or whatnot, you know. I oh, think, I see, okay. I think there's a period of time where she's still uh We'll see. Know. Yeah. I, I really uh, um, wonder what the, if they would how they would ever address Oracle, considering Oracle kind of comes about from being she's being paralyzed by the Joker shooting her in the back. Yeah, right? I, I like I'm saying it's not the same. Uh, that's not the. It doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't it has have, to. It doesn't have to be like oh she's paralyzed to. and she she can only do this one thing. Uh, Maybe. So, Maybe. Yeah. No. Well, Steve, I don't want to miss this thing that's so important to me this time. I know we had to, we couldn't miss earlier. It was so important to you, the vines and the sports. But right oh, now, it's so important to me. You. Peng, Penguin comes over to the three ladies because they're causing a ruckus, and so you know he's asking the girls, you know, kind of you know chill out in the iceberg lounge, and then Livewire is like takes it way too far when she calls him a lard butt. I'm like, that is so fucking uncool, Livewire. You can't just pull that move. But then immediately we cut. To Penguin all in a shitty little fucking iceberg lounge because they trashed it with their vines and electricity. And Barbara or Batgirl and Supergirl walk in and Penguin immediately questions their age to be in the iceberg lounge, right? I did a little digging on this one, Steve, because I thought to myself, wait, didn't literally like a few episodes ago we saw Barbara and Dick both in uh, iceberg lounge in Joker's Millions and they had to save like Joker from like the mob trying to get him for the fucking money? And... I'm like, wait, so how did she get in there? And there's literally a point where Barbara is like in line and Penguin's all like, guess what, guys? Show's closed. The lounge is closed tonight. And she's like, oh, this sucks. Can you imagine if the commissioner's daughter waited in line for so long? And the Penguin's literally like, oh, it's the commissioner's brat or it's Gordon's brat. He uh -huh. calls her over. Uh -huh, and he lets uh -huh, her in. Uh -huh. And he's like, it, everything's on me. Tab's on me. Put it on uh -huh. me or whatever. He clearly knows Barbara Gordon. He recognizes the face. He understands that age, her age is, you know, possibly 21. Well, she's a college graduate. I mean, because Old Wounds has it. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Old it, Wounds has the graduation has the graduation, day. and it's also where, you know, Batman's still wearing his okay, new costume. So, so. so she just turned 21. <laughs> so she that's why she looks young. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Also, by the way, Supergirl is too young because she turns 21 in episode 336, or season 3, episode 36 of Justice League Unlimited, Far From Home. Who? Supergirl? Kara. Oh, I yeah, don't Supergirl. know. So, oh, so she's not some, 21. You did some research not, on that one? Yeah, she's not 21 in this at all. So these girls, Quick. I don't know what's going on here, but it's a little <laughs> shady to paint in there. I think Penguin's right to question their age. What's your point? What's your point? 
that Penguin was right and he did nothing wrong and he got called lard butt and he got made fun of and his place got trashed and nobody cared and then he had miners coming in there and he had a, it's just a very stressful night for Penguin I felt very bad for him so that's my point I feel bad for Penguin <laughs> yeah yeah it's a, it's a tough character it's so tough it's so tough I mean this is a great episode honestly I think he's like one of like two male characters in the whole episode and like this is like dude chicks man like chicks are the best and like steve you want more chicks steve i like steve, this you want more elephant chicks? creature that that she made oh you want more elephants you don't want more steven you don't want mega hotties and super babes oh you want them that's to work here from. no i'm just i'm watching you the want, episode do you want some chicks you want some babes I want to, to talk work about here? the episode okay i find you straighten the shit out steve i find i start straighten the shit out right now is, this is, is out of control for. this is disgusting I'm just saying, let's talk about the episode is what people are here for. How am I supposed to get more chicks here, Steve? Oh, no. Okay? Oh, no. You know, and by the way, can I just tell you real quickly? What? I guess off air. Um, <laughs> we can all hear what you're doing in your office. Okay? What do you mean? The the walls are thin. What do you think we, I mean? We all know. Okay? <laughs> just stop it, all right? Okay? Uh... <laughs> This okay. is awkward. All right. Well, I'm sorry I did this on air and I said it was off air because I'm technically still on air. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. stop it. All right? Just stop I, it. I'm and not that's sure. Not... Dude, we can't get chicks if you keep doing that and they don't <laughs> like it and we want more chicks working here, okay? Uh... Girls night out. Girls get it done. Girls get it done. Girls get it on. I love it all. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> I don't like what you're accusing me of. What do you think's going on in my office? Just... Just stop. You stop. I'm the boss here. I'm allowed to do that if I want to do that. I'm the boss here. You're not the okay? boss. I am the boss. No, you're not. Of what? You better cut this shit out right now, Steve. Nope. You better straighten this out. Whoa. I can't believe we're, we're not even getting to the boys this episode because of this shit. <laughs> what, what are you the boss of? I'm the boss of this fucking whole place. What, what's the place called? Cool huh? boys. Yeah. It's cool boys. I'm the boss of the cool boys, all right? You're the boss of Cool Boys? Yes, and the boss of the Cool Boys has super wow. hotties and mega babes working for him. And if we want more chicks, oh, no. we need to straighten this shit out. I'm the boss. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the captain now. I can tell. <laughs> I can't, I'm the captain now. <laughs> I'm so confused. You look at me. All right. You look yeah. at me. You look You look at oh, me. Oh, my God. I'm the captain now. Oh, my God. I'm the captain now. <laughs> my mind is melting right now. Uh, five out of five boys seriously this shit was uh, awesome yeah i liked five out of five as well it was really good it was, it was good really one. good and like literally it was one of those things I, I i'm like god damn it we're like episode 20 of 24 and you just got really good <laughs> i'm like what the hell this sucks five out of five boys all right well great bad stuff steve good bad cool stuff. nation tune in next week tune in. <laughs> same bad time same bad channel <laughs> Cool Boy Bat Nation, be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of Girls Night Out or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond Coolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with the Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys and review us on iTunes. 
also donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening, Cool Girl Nation. Thank you for listening. Until next time, stay cool. Until next time, stay cool. Until next time, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Cool Girl Nation. Cool Girl Nation. It's Bizies. It's Bizies. From Night Out Ballard. From Nightwing Steve. (laughs) Steve, seriously, we gotta get more chicks working here. I love it. Chicks won't get my jokes. Chicks won't get your jokes. They have the jokes you do with your door closed. Yeah. (laughs) So cool. Batman and beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman and beyond. Oh, yeah.